But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! Yes. For the culture, I'm yes. also going to ignore that. <laughs> yes, it's episode. And welcome to the problematic time time. <laughs> <laughs> it is episode 65 of Lima Time Time. I'm James, he's Patrick. Patrick, how are you? I'm elated. Did you go to the game last night? Uh, for part of it, yeah. Wait a minute. I won't get into uh, there was a, yeah some some personal stuff happened <laughs> that we had to leave, but uh, I was there <laughs> technically. Yes. What? No, we'll, I'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> no, it's it, yeah, it's not good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, I killed your move with that idiot. That's what you get for attacking me. <laughs> I didn't, did. It was not an attack. No, there, I had a, there's a, a death close to me that uh, that happened, so I had to get out of there. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Suck on that, idiot. Yeah. Well, this is off to a great start. This is exactly what the people want. It's it's funeral time time. <laughs> All right. Uh, ooh. Uh, yeah. He's a little morbid. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I was there. Uh, I left literally. Yuli hit his home run as I was like out of the stadium. Oh man! Yeah, but I, I yeah. So I, I am still the cause of why everything good happens. So. Well, of course, yeah, of course. So I was. I'll, I'll take the. I'll take all the credit. Say something uh, sweet and kind about our sponsors. Well, I know who isn't a big fan of death, and uh, but they are a fan of making good hot sauce. It's Bravado Spice. They. I, I, you know, I'm gonna stop talking trash about them as a sponsor. No, they don't pay us as much money as they need to. They need to pay us a lot of it, and we're not—we're just not getting enough. And by enough, I mean any of it. I feel like they need to pay us a lot more, but I'm not gonna get into that. I don't hate them anymore. Bravado Spice has been giving away full sets of their entire uh, hot sauce selection to uh, to two different people after every Astros win, and I have to say, the listeners are liking it. We've had the the first packages have arrived. To I know Rachel Jones got got hers, and she was using it in chili tonight. I think that's pretty rad. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's what they were. That's what they were sending us when we first started the podcast. They were just sending us those full sets. So I feel like they're sharing our glory with the uh, with the listeners. Uh, actually, I'm kind of jealous now. I think we should be getting more stuff now. <laughs> it's all about us. Yeah, it's not about it's yeah. It's definitely not about uh, listeners or anybody else. I want all. I want money, and I want. All of the stuff from Bravado. Yep. No, they are. Uh, they're, they've upped the uh, ante for the uh, for Game Six, and hopefully not Seven. But if there is a Game Seven, we're still alive, so that's okay. No, definitely. They will be giving away six full sets to uh, to listeners of the show, and they didn't say listeners of the show. But obviously, I'm not going to just give it away to some some jackal off the street. <laughs> Actually, I might just the way people are bickering about it, about ah, somebody has a blog or whatever. It's like, okay, I'm literally just picking people that li- that I see, listen and, and interact with the show. Yeah. You've never written, a, you've never written a word on Astros County. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, but I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not winning contests either. It's not like, now if I picked myself, <laughs> you pick me, I need some more. Like, yeah. At P. McClellan. Yeah. He wins again. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he's really good. He's, does a lot of work for this show. Like I'm obviously going to give him a lot of hot sauces. James, James won the sacks of money giveaway. You give them to your wife. It's like, yeah, she was like, she helped us with that 24 hour show we did. So yeah, she clearly she gets it, and then you just you just take it. 
Yep. So, yeah, no, favoritism and nepotism is something that I hold dear to my heart, and it's something that runs this world, and sorry if you don't like it, bucko. Love it. So, yeah, but Bravado Spice, six people, uh, so I would listen to any show we do, probably just this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, if I have to do more Wolf Church, I will. Apparently that is also propelling our team, so yep. nobody can deny the power of the Ghost Wolf. I, I don't think anybody's questioning it right now. You know, what's, what's shameful, and I, I consider myself being a, a fairly intelligent human being, um, you said shaman noodles like four times before I was like, oh, I get it. That's really funny. Like, it took, it took me two, way too long. Why do you long. think that was so funny? Well, of course that's hilarious. Why, why would you think I was saying it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like... Was that the episode you were hammered? No, no, no. That wasn't it. Um... Probably. We're laughing at everything on that. That was my favorite episode because everything I all my jokes landed and they were terrible. <laughs> I should like giggling in the background. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm on one tonight. <laughs> I should not have recorded that episode. That's that's just a fact. Um, all right, so are we are we? What done about t- you? So yeah, uh, yeah, bravado spice, bravado spice, the spice of your life. That's the jingle I wrote. I keep doing it, and they hate it. But <laughs> it sounds just like it sounds just like a '90s or late '80s. Uh, Sitcom? Yeah, no, it's perfect. But not as good as like Growing Pains or anything. It's just like it's not like Show Me a Smile Again. Like that's a that's just a fucking good song. That's a yeah. I'd I'd listen to that song. Like, Bravado Spice, your food. No, that doesn't work. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, Bravado Spice. They they've made it into Target. Uh, they're pretty much in every store now. And oh, we say this every wait. week. They keep growing between shows, so they will drop us. Target really. Yeah, they're in they're in Target, uh, at Texas Target locations. So, um, so that's a but that's a major chain. So that's probably they're probably test distributing, and then if it does well, which it will, it's a bravado. Uh, they'll, they'll expand. So that's a huge account. They're they're they've moved off. They have like a new warehouse and office set up over there in the Heights. Like they're really it's offensive how successful they're getting, but it's <laughs> also a testament to how big the show is, and we're propelling them as a business. The, I'm I'm just impressed that I'm, they're. Yeah. They're in Target, which is like the sweet spot of like basic white bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause now they're going to be in all of the shitty casseroles that your mom's making. <laughs> that hey. gives me a chance to say fuck casseroles. Real talk. <laughs> we had a really Basically, everything on this show is just my agenda. If I can work in like something against the moon, something against casseroles, like I'm just going to weave it into whatever we're talking about. I think the the only major disagreement we've ever had was about casseroles. I love yeah, casseroles. casseroles. Casseroles suck. But false. The only time I will eat a casserole is if we're celebrating a World Series win, and I will eat broccoli and whatever casserole. I don't care. (laughs) Casseroles are wonderful. But if the devil made me a casserole, like I'll be like, thanks, the devil. I'm gonna eat your casserole. But if it's if it's got bravado in it, it's gonna be spicy. It's gonna be it's gonna be tasty. Yeah. So yeah, so that's uh, bravado spice, which is the spice of your life. The spice of your life. Never gonna stop doing that. So let's talk. Let's talk about the World <laughs> Series. Let's talk about the World Series so far. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been absolutely like guano crazy, like ab, like like legitimately insane. So you just said batshit crazy, but you said guano. What? I'm a I'm a teacher, man. I know, but I'm just I'm just wanted the listeners. To, I just wanted to note that that you said guano crazy. <laughs> thanks for thanks for uh, footnoting my my joke. Appreciate yeah, every every time you use some sort of sensor, I'm just gonna be like, okay, because you meant you meant fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just your translator for people that don't speak teacher, <laughs> who don't speak civility. Yeah, 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 no, yeah normalcy. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. uh, I mean, like last night's game, it like there were there were times where today I'd be I'd be like talking, like teaching the, I'd shaping the minds of of 
this next generation that's coming up. And by the by, by the by, God help us. Um, <laughs> the where I'd be like, oh crap, yeah, that happened. That was bizarre. And like so many times that I was like, man. That and, and after game two, like I thought, I think everyone could agree after game two, like that was the craziest game they'd ever seen. And then here we come in game five, and we're like, no, wait. And I hate the hold my beer meme now. Oh, I know you said that, and I was like, Ugh. I didn't, I didn't recognize, I didn't think about it. I favored it. I think I hated that so much. I don't think I, no, I didn't make a hold my beer joke. You didn't tweet it. You no, tweeted. Yeah. No, no. Where did you text me that? I saw. I swear, I saw you say that. It was not me. I might have done it earlier in the playoffs, but... Yeah, you did it about something. You've been on one with the hold my beer. No, like, no, I'm, I'm over that now. So that's, I'm going to pull it up. That's stupid. Um, it's overplayed, <laughs> and nobody should do it, but... It it works, though. Sometimes That's why people use GIFs, or GIFs if you're a fucking dork. No, um, it's not GIFs. God help that's, you. That's Yeah, well, people do, and I don't care if that's the correct way. We The internet made a choice on that, but we'll, that's a whole other thing. It's GIFs. Um... Yeah, but no, that's why people use them because it's like that's exactly what you want to say in a situation, and you don't have to think of anything creative. You can just fill it in that. It's like a Mad Lib for uh, for whatever's happening in your <laughs> that, life. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, all it takes is like it, it takes knowledge of popular culture. That's all it takes. But if you yeah, can, but, it's, but it's like mom knowledge of popular. No, it's cult. yeah. It's, it's like yeah, like the lame, like the shit that's already over. Like you're like. Moms are just now getting to you know it's that boy, and all the, like, <laughs> like they're like they're, you're like a year to eight to twelve months behind everybody else at the minimum. Or yeah, or it's worse than and you get like a friends gift in your in your mentions. Yeah, I still get friends gifts and and all, the office. It's like we all love the office, but like I don't need any more office gifts. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, well, okay, we can we'll, we'll do a whole separate things we don't like episode. Yeah, but we'll do that in but December. Um, okay. So yeah. So yeah. I think the World Series game two was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. This World Series, um, objectively, which is hard to say because I'm I am a fan of the Astros, not is objective one at all. Of the greatest baseball spectacles I've ever seen. And I've I've been talking with some Dodger fans who aren't pieces of shit. I respect <laughs> I respect the Dodgers as a team, as an organization, and mm-hmm. most of their fans are pretty cool mm-hmm. that, that I know of. That there is, I don't know. There's something about this World Series that I feel like genuinely will propel the future of baseball. There is a whole crop of people that are watching this that will play the game because of watching the Astros and the Dodgers play. I agree with that. And not only and also just for fans of Astros fans for the you know for at least for, the, for our foreseeable life will are are coming into it because of this World Series. If you don't like baseball and you watch this, you'd be like, baseball is fucking lit. This is crazy. They don't realize like the the gravity and the the, the rarity of what's happening. Yeah, no, and, and when when someone like Shea Serrano like writes an entire yeah, column, article, yeah, and uh, which was a great column. I mean, it, it's it's legitimately funny because you can tell like this dude's never he has watched, no idea what he's talking about. He, he's I've never watched baseball, game. but it's like it, it's like you're introducing an alien to like your favorite thing, and it, or it's like. Like I love Radiohead, and my my brother in law. I hey, Radiohead's awesome. I don't get it, but go ahead. Uh, oh, that's that. All right, that's a January. And next on the list, we got gifts. We got Radiohead. <laughs> January episode. Um, like I told him, I was like, "Look, if I if I give you five songs to listen to, would you listen to five Radiohead songs?" And he's like, "Yeah, all right." And 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 so I did. And he was like, this is like the greatest nineties band I've never heard in my entire life. And he'd never heard. 
Okay. No. So we just give him creep four times and then like a, a deep cut off kid A or what? <laughs> I, that, I just knew that would rub. I know that rubs every Radiohead fan the wrong way when I bring up creep. That's like that's like saying making fun of your body as a Wonderland for John Mayer. It's like, Shut up, idiot! That's not in his songs. <laughs> but I but I, like to to read like Shay Serrano's piece today is is like it's seriously introducing an alien to like something that you absolutely love. And, and that's what this world series has done. It's gotten people that don't give a crap about baseball to, to give a crap about baseball. And it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's actually care. Yeah. It's terrifying and it's nerve wracking and it's the worst and the best thing ever. Yeah. Playoff baseball is, is undeniably stressful as hell. Yeah. I, game two, took something out of me emotionally that I maybe I'll never get back. Like a part of me died. Mm-hmm. It was like the Grim Reaper came and was like, I'm not here to take your whole soul and kill your life, but like I'm going to take a little bit of you because you just lost five five to seven years <laughs> off this one. Sorry, bucko. Like, and then he just left. I was like, all right, Grim Reaper, don't come ever come around again. <laughs> this is your down payment. Why are you here to begin with? Please don't ever do that. That's <laughs> terrifying. I thought I was dying because you're the Reaper, but no, he only took part of it. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's been stressful. Last night was almost like I was – I was almost numb. Yeah, if if last if if they turn if there was some ba- some terrible Kevin Costner baseball movie that was that he doesn't was, make bad ones. The uh, for love. No, oh, oh yes, he makes he makes one out of three bad ones. For love of the game, Phil the dreams is shit. Phil the dreams is a fucking okay. Oh yeah, my ghost, my ghost dad, my dead shoeless Joe Jackson, my ghost dad. It's not really his dad, but I'm. It's like, come on, man. That's the stupidest fucking movie ever. Hold, hold the phone. Cause I'm like, Graham, let me get in this car, this truck with you. I'm dead, actually. I'm an old white guy. No, this is fucking dumb. Uh, we'll add that to the list then so we can talk World Series. No, Field of Dreams is dumb. Anybody who likes it is a fucking idiot. Uh, feel free to at me. I will die on that hill. I, I have a legitimate problem with you saying that For Love of the Game is the acceptable Kevin Billy Costner. Billy Chappell at Yankee Stadium, the... He has the mechanism where you clear the mechanism. It's fucking, yeah, there's a romantic fucking movie or whatever, but okay. no, I love that. You got Gus, you got fucking the Gut. greatest character ever. It's, uh, you got you got the guy that, what's his name, that yelled at the uh, in that jazz movie, the drummer movie. <laughs> you, got, you got him coaching the team. I want to hear about it. I love For Love of the Game, and it's better than Fill the Dreams in any day of the week. I'm going to... After after this World Series is over, I'm going to watch this, and we're going to have... Oh, my daughter's in a coma. She fell, or she's choking on a hot dog. I don't know what happened. That's, I'm just making stuff up. That's not even how it goes, but... No, that that's actually exactly how it goes. She wasn't in a coma, yeah. but she did choke on a hot dog. I know. That was that movie where the girl goes to heaven. That's what I confused it with. <laughs> she falls down the tree, and then goes out. Yeah, that one. That was, but no, Phil Jim sucks, but that's okay. Yeah. I, wow. It does. Okay. It All sucks. Right. It's like not. It's not good, and people talk about it with nostalgia, and I don't like it. It's just not. It's not a good movie. There's a lot of movies like that that really aren't good. I do. Top, fe- Gun, Top Gun's another one. Trash. I do. I do feel like that. That uh, Field of Dreams is sort of like the Cracker Barrel of baseball movies. Like it's, you watch it when you were a kid, and you're like, oh, that's cool. Like they came out of the cornfield. But yeah. Oh, the ghost playing baseball. Just the more you think about it, it's just like this is like this is just Angels in the Outfield, like the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> like all we needed, all we needed was just fucking like Doc Doc Brown behind like Al the umpire showing up to to call the game, and it would have been good to go. Uh, okay, so yeah, so the, but the World Series is better than Field of Dreams. And, <laughs> Definitely better than Field of Dreams. And I would I I was telling somebody this that 
like it's been a lot worse that our team's in it. And I'm thankful for it, but you don't realize that you you know, wish for this. And I remember '05, but I don't remember it like this. And maybe it's because we lost all the games, and you you <laughs> lost all. Hope. Well, after you lose three games, you you, you have lost hope, and they yeah. were heartbreaking fashion. We just got decimated that whole series. The games were close, but I mean our our spirits. But close. this one, it's like it's not the best while you're in it. No, and no. Like, still, like we have, a, we're one game away from the World Series, a World Championship for this city, for this team. I, it's the. <laughs> I want this more than a Super Bowl. Bless, bless you. Thank you. I, I want this more than a Super Bowl. Like the World Series for me is the pinnacle of all, of all championships. And I love football, and that's I want the Super Bowl too. But this is something that's. I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I, this is important. I don't give and a crap. I, I, I don't give a crap about football or the Super Bowl. So, no, I want this, this is a legit, like, this is the most legitimate championship, in my opinion. Yeah. Just the, the amount of games you play, the, the <coughs> few teams that make the playoffs, you have to win series to move on. It's not a fluke playoff game like in the NFL to where you can just get caught. It's It's the most, I don't know, I think it, you don't have you don't have bad teams winning World Series. The Arizona Cardinals won a Super Bowl. Yo, no, I mean let's talk. Let's not that they're bad teams, but you can you can sneak one out in the playoffs and get hot. Like you, it's a little bit different in the MLB playoffs. It usually the cream usually rises well, for the I, most. The, the last Super Bowl where the Patriots came back on the Falcons, like that was Game Two. Imagine having like five more games in seven nights just like that. That's what it, that's that's what it's been. It's it's. It's stupid. So let, let I mean, game two is game two is crazy, um, but let's let's talk about game. Let's talk about last night's game because that well, that game was like it was Jane Austen and it was like Charles Dickens and Edgar Allan Poe mixed with like no, it Michael. All time game. It's an all time all time great game, and I it's the probably the greatest game in modern baseball history. In my, in my opinion, so I watched. I watched the because I, and I watched every minute of the game, and I didn't notice until the game was over. And I was like, "Oh crap! It's like it's like ten till one, and my alarm's going off in like four hours." So I watched the highlight package, like the fifteen minute version that's on YouTube, uh, and and took some notes. So there were some things that I forgot that happened because like every moment was better than the last. Um, I want to go back to the first inning. And and talk about how stupid is the first the the early part of the game, <laughs> early part of the game, how stupid the the second and fourth runs were for the Dodgers. So the second run uh, was in the first inning, the line drive to left field that Marwin straight up like Misplayed. like yeah. miss like either like hit it with like the the meat of his hand or booted it or did something that yeah, I, heard, I heard that noise from Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball, the video game where it goes did right, <laughs> right before it hit his glove and it shot off. I was like, well, we knew that was going to happen. I heard the noise. Yeah. That, I mean, so, and then the fourth, uh, the fourth run was in the fourth inning and that was where they had, they had the Dodgers like sort of set up for the double play, but Gurriel threw it like five feet wide. And and it allowed the runner to get to second, which allowed the runner to score. Like I mean, early on, and and I was like, my reaction was like typical Astros. And my sweet wife, like my the the center of my chest is actually bruised. Like my sternum is bruised because she poked me in it, and like essentially gave me. She bullied me. Is is yeah? You got you got roped basically. Just got bullied for sure. Yeah, but but. Telling me like you've you've been a fan for this team your your entire life and you're gonna you're 
you're going to quit now and like the whole time. Yes, like, yes, we, yes, I am. That's what we all were. We were all whole, upset. I was like, I'm not quitting. I'm just saying, like, hey, this is what they do. Like the in the in the biggest moment, they fold. So the, uh, we're used to this. And I love I love that we're all like the old the crazy like stepdad in a baseball movie. It's like <laughs> ah, this is what they do, and it's that he doesn't believe that they can come. It's, that's who we are. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a history teacher. Like at some point, you just believe that history is going to repeat itself. So. Why would ten, why would last night be any different? Yeah, I think I tweeted out. Uh, why is God so cruel to us? What did we ever do? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, well, no, I know I tweeted, I tweeted. No, I think that was later on when when we, we, we like it, we were up and I was elated, and then it was taken away from us. It's like, okay, this is the big flood. He's, <laughs> he's getting rid. He's getting rid of the Astros people and all of us. Yeah, we're we're gonna die, and the animals will go on the Dodgers arc. So. <laughs> I, I I think you said animals, but I but I imagine you said hamels, and that made me laugh really hard. Um, yeah, yeah, no, he's not making it. He's like with the devil already. Anyway, I thought you talking about Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, he's like the actual devil, so he's running all this. So no, he's not. <laughs> he's definitely not making the ark. He's giving all the white kids presents at Christmas. Yeah, he's putting razor blades in candy right now. He doesn't have time to be. <laughs> He's poisoning kids for Halloween. He didn't have any time to be doing anything else. <laughs> He's in his like condo in Highland Park and and in, in racist gardens where he lives, the gated community <laughs> racist gardens, getting ready to let all these kids die because he let they let the poor kids come trick or treat there because they usually get money and cool stuff. It's an initiative, but no, he puts razor blades in his somehow in candy corn. And he gives a bad candy and then he puts razor blades in it. Okay, buddy. He injects, not Cole Hamels. He injects AIDS into Smarties. Yeah, his own AIDS because he has it. All right, sorry, Cole Hamels. I will stop slandering you. I'm going to get a lawsuit one of these days, a cease and desist, <laughs> something. Like, yeah, you've said he's racist. You've said he, he's killing kids, that he has AIDS. Like, you probably should stop. This is People do listen to this. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm to the point now where I just refer to him as white privilege. I just refer to him as a piece of shit. Okay, Cole <laughs> Hamels, hope you die in a fire. Back to the team that's actually in the World Series. That's right. The team that you rejected because you didn't think they'd go to the World Series. Yeah, have fun and not even purgatory and fucking actual hell in Arlington. <laughs> it's 195 degrees. And he's like, I will. I'm the devil. I'm the actual devil. Of course I'm, I'm enjoy it here. I'm more comfortable here. Yeah, this is home for me. That's why I picked it. Now it's it makes all sense. Now it makes all the sense in the world. It's a wet heat. I love it. <laughs> it's a wet heat. It's a just one big perm. <laughs> getting a perm in hell. <laughs> Ladies, am I right? Okay. But yeah, but back to like the important team that are out here winning championships, trying to at least. God, I want that ring. I want it. I want it so bad. Rangers can never take that away from. Oh, I'm going to flex on everybody. <laughs> we, have, we just have to do it. I'm not saying we were going to. We just have to do it. And I'm I'm going go on a tour all around and just walk around, just flexing. Yep. On everybody wearing championship gear, waving flags, yelling. So so the fact that that Kershaw had a four run lead at that point, that's when that's when you got like. You know the smart guys who have a subscription to Baseball Reference that can do like the the event finder where they're like, you know, Kershaw is, is like a hundred and it was a hundred and one, a hundred and one when Kershaw has a four run <laughs> lead and and I I tweeted as like yeah all right so let's just walk into the sea no point in playing the rest of the game and not that I was like not that I was confident that they could come back because you know I'm an Astros fan I'm not ever ever confident. But but I thought I was like okay that's cool but this series is insane and this is what happens when you let a literal insane person actually write a script for a series. 
Which are the, the those are the ones that get picked up, by the way. Yeah, no, it's, the, it's like, okay. This will never work, and they're like, "Yeah, well, we'll this sounds, this is out there. This is different. We're going to use that." Last night's game was like Heath Ledger's Joker, like driving while he leaned his head out the window. Like that's what that that's what that game was. Just <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Just crazy. Well, um, I, and also, I like when people when they when people put out when you when stats like that are put on graphics on on broadcasts or are or, or tweeted out. That's just they're just you're just asking for it. Yep. You're asking for it to bite you for saying that, but it's also also this Astros team. I don't I don't know why we don't we sh- they they have earned enough goodwill with the shit they've pulled all year long, the rally tarp, and just some of the stuff they've done. Like they can get on anybody in any inning at any time, and we've said that all year long. I don't know why. I guess it's just our Houstonitis yep. comes into play, and it's just a mental thing that we don't have medicine for, so we can't get over it. But <laughs> the rational part of me says, yeah, this is we can take care of this in a couple of at bats. <laughs> yeah. And they did, and they did. You know, it, it, I was I tweeted this out earlier like it, 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 I was sitting there thinking I was like, all right, while well, I was supposed to be like teaching. Um like the Astros have gotten to Chris Sale. They got to Craig Kimbrell. Yep. They got to uh Tanaka, who I know didn't have a great season, but still to get to Tanaka, you know, um, they got to David Robertson, they got to Severino, they got to Aroldis yeah. Chapman, yeah. they got to Kenley Jansen, they've gotten yep. uh, twice, they've gotten to Clayton Kershaw, like, I don't know, there was a sense, there's a, a I, I did a, a, a very rare, like, second post of the day on, on Astros County, and, and there was an article that Andy McCullough uh, from the LA Times wrote, and about the game last night and then getting reactions from Dodgers players like they sound like they sound like Drago. They sound like I we gave this team everything we had and couldn't and couldn't piece together a win. That's got to I mean they, and they they said it on the broadcast and everybody knew it. The loser of that game and I'm not saying they lose the World Series because if there's any team that can Reel off two. It's the Dodgers. Yeah, uh, it's literally it is the it's a prize fight, and it's it's fun because the winner of this World Series fucking earned it. But that had to be the most dejecting loss because yeah. that was they were incredible. They even they tied it again in the ninth when it was over and like blew another save. It's just like and we'll get to that. We're going chronologically. But it's just like my god, that must have just killed them. Well, and to think and I, yeah, we might be going out of order, but I'm trying not to forget forget thoughts here. Um, you know, as confident as as we as Astros fans were going into, all right, you've got you've got game six and seven at home. Uh, we can do this. Like the, the the Astros can can beat the Yankees twice at home. You've got to think that Dodgers fans are think or, or are they are are Dodgers fans thinking like, all right, we got game six and seven at home, but you don't have Kershaw. You don't have Kenta Maeda. You probably don't have Kenley Jansen. Like, how confident? Like compare and contrast Astros fans going into last weekend with six and seven at home to Dodgers fans going into Dodger Stadium with six and seven at home. Is there a similarity, or do you think that that Dodger like if if you were a Dodgers fan, would you think like man, we can't beat these guys? Uh, that's that's actually tough because there were there were two schools of of thought for uh, at least for us. I think the rational side of anybody who pays attention to baseball thought okay you're yeah you're coming back home with stud pitching for game six you got verlander oh what is what there are some similarities now what what else can you ask for 
yeah. two games to uh, to advance with um, you know your best pitcher on the hill, and then figuring it out for uh, for game seven. Um, but I, there were people that were like, "No, that's over with," and I was like, "How is it? You know, how is it over with?" There were people that were before last night's game. We're tied two and two with our best pitcher on the hill, with one of our best pitchers, the Cy Young winner Keuchel, yep. and Verlander on deck set with our pitching set up for games five, six, and seven, that were saying, oh, it was over after they lost, they blew the save in uh, in game four. So there's, I guess there's always two schools of thought. If I was a Dodger fan, I would not be thrilled. I would feel like the negative people did before yesterday's game with Verlander on the hill. Like, oh, uh, you know, they did with Kershaw on the hill. It's like, oh, great, now we got to go beat Kershaw to save our season. Yeah. Well, that, we didn't have to save our season, but they're going to have to save their season against Verlander and after what he did in... Uh, Last time, yeah, they hit a couple home runs, but those were their only two hits. Verlander made him look silly. And I think I think we've figured out by now that Verlander, uh, I'm not going to say he was, he's not a guy that's going to mail it in. But no, the I, bigger the game, the bigger the, the outing, in my opinion. He, this is what he lives for. I think there was a, a game earlier, I want to say it was in August. It was, it was obviously before he joined the Astros, but, but he got to pitch in Dodger Stadium. And and straight up, I th- I want to say he threw like eight innings and one hit, and I don't know if that was when the Dodgers were like having their rough patch. Well, I mean, they won 104 games. How much of a rough patch? I mean, they're, they're still the Dodgers. Well, they, they, but they, I mean, they they had a, a, a where the Astros had like a bad month. They had a really oh, when they bad, lost ten, they lost 13 straight, 10 to 13 straight or something. It, and then, yeah, they lost like 14 to 15 or something like that, uh, which is crazy to think that like you go. In your worst stretch, you go 500 and you win like 110 games. Like that's a, I mean, that's a good. Obviously, it's a very good team, and I'm not going to slander anybody except Cody, uh, Cody Bellinger, who I'm about to slander uh, with nope. my next question. Yes, um, I can't wait for this. But, but I mean, you've got to think. But, but like Verlander has proven he's going to get up for for a big game, and the, tomorrow night start is why the Astros are willing to pay. Forty million dollars for basically a million dollars a start, or 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 eight hundred thousand dollars a start, if everything goes right for for Verlander. Yeah, do you think do you think that all the the critics of that move, which we've already lit them up on multiple episodes, can they shut up now about Verlander? Well, Not I, only I mean, is he the best. I like was, in terms of being a person, he's been awesome. I didn't know he realized as he was hilarious, and I, I've always liked him. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't following him on Twitter and hearing yeah. everything he said. The guy's fucking hilarious. He's great. He's great with the fans. He says all the right things, and then he goes out there and dominates. It's like, what more do you want from a, <laughs> you know, a stud pitcher? He's he's Damn whatever he wants. Better than I mean, and earlier in the season, I wrote like Randy Johnson is not walking through that door. And, and I was right. Randy yeah. Randy Johnson wanted to be Justin Verlander, and like Verlander has been far more than I than anybody ever and, could have expected. And Randy and Randy pitched. Well, he was amazing. He was amazing. That was one of the best stretches of all time. But he never bought in to the culture or the city. Verlander is like he's like he's all he's like H Town already. Yeah. No. Like he's you know his quote last night was like this is why I joined the team like that's the coolest fucking quote ever. Yeah. Randy Johnson. <laughs> like, this is why I came here. I think is what he said. That's true. Okay. I mean, Randy Johnson basically like I feel like he thought like well this will be fun until I hit free agency. Like yeah, this was this was a stepping stone. It was a mutually beneficial deal. But he was never like you know he wasn't throwing up the H. He wasn't. Nope. Oh, pimp your shirts really quick. 
he wasn't wearing a T-shirt designed by one of the co-hosts of Astro of Lima Time Time. I helped with uh, designing a shirt that that Justin Verlander and Jose Altuve wore. So if you want to go to that link, uh, I get a cut of all the sales, and that's for just that shirt. Did you help with the Springer one? That's the one I want. Yes, I I helped. Yeah, yeah. So the the uh, the woo the Reddick woo. Boo! Uh, you did that. Well, never mind. I don't want anything to do with this side. <laughs> the Springer thumbs up. Uh, the Verlander Altuve shirts, and there's another one coming tomorrow. Uh, God, I love you guys. Okay, will you see, will you accept? Will you finally look at all my designs. There's I got a Possum King, the second one. <laughs> got got some really good ones. Just look at my renderings, and we'll we'll talk off the air about all my my badass shirts. There does need to be. So I got a go, I got a Ghost Wolf. I've got a lot of stuff going on. We got Haunted Shaman, <laughs> a Shirzy that just says Haunted Shaman number fifty nine, the sex number. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so we ha- I look at my designs, but yeah, no, I just wanted to throw that out there because yeah, because d- they did take a picture. It was all over the news. I didn't even know you helped with it. I I was I already retweeted it just because it was badass. I yeah. saw you. I thought you were just helping out. You, you saw it. Then you're like, oh yeah, I uh, I help designing. So I was like, oh cool. Well, thanks for letting me know that. Yeah, no, it like was, a it's weird. So. Yeah, so yeah, buy those shirts. Um, I don't get any of the cut. So actually, I, never mind. Don't buy them. Send me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the worst. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so now that we've you're, you've corporate shilled, yes, all right. But, uh, so we let's, make a lot of money. So we need we okay, whatever. I want to talk about how much I absolutely hate Cody Bellinger. Hollow I man. hate him too. Hollow Man. He looks like Hollow Man. He looks like Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. He looks like a leader of a bike gang. He's twelve year old Cody Bellinger in a bike gang. I just don't like his face. I don't like anything about. It. I don't like his hair. I don't like his dad throwing. BP in the home run derby. I don't Fuck like him. I don't like the the razor's edge that is his jawline. Don't yeah, like you know how to have a jawline like that unless you're uh, on meth. Unless you're an Abercrombie model. Yeah, and on meth, of course. And um, also on meth, like you're, you're a skeleton person on meth. <laughs> you're a model, or you're a, you're a piece of shit Dodger. Yeah, so, I don't like him either. So let's talk about the home run that he hit that put the Dodgers up seven four, and he shushed the crowd in the what like fifth inning. I don't have a problem with that. That crowd was – our crowd has been the best playoff crowd by far of any of the teams. Yes. Um, yes. I mean it's it's not it's not only loud in there, but it's raucous there. It's nuts. It's mayhem. It's crazy. I, I can't explain to it. And I've been to a ton of playoff games for many different sports, even the Astros World Series games. Nothing has ever sounded like this. It's a new wave of, of fan. I don't know what's gotten into them. But it's yeah. So I, I, I that's something I would do too because it's like, hey, chill, chill down, chill out. <laughs> no, but you know, it, it's only to calm down. That's, I, I don't mind that move at all. It doesn't make me happy. But I, if we, if if we did that in uh, in LA, that would be like that was dope as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, but I still, I still think it's funny that I mean, after what happened in in game two uh, and in game four. Like to to think that your home run in the fifth inning when you've already had to go to your bullpen that they got worked for what like eight innings seven and a third something like that from Darvish like to think that that would that would shut the crowd up for the next like five innings that's uh, it I mean you got to look I mean that was a very deflating home run that was when I was like Ugh. like they just he just ended our party we just tied it up it was all great yeah, that's the perfect time to do that. I'm not defending him. He's a piece of shit. I hate him. I hope he gets injured. <laughs> he didn't get his first hit of the fucking series until game four or whatever, his first meaningful hit. Yeah. And now he, and then he's been ripping us a new one. But uh, well, he was the one that hit the, the – his triple was fake. Springer shouldn't have dove for that, so that doesn't really count. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, he's 
yeah, I don't have a problem with in that moment. Kind of, it switched the momentum all the way back, the meter all the way back to Los Angeles, and we were it was a party environment. So I, I don't know, I have no problem with it. And he, right. they got their comeuppance. They did. They he wore it he, like instantly. There, there was like three more switches between that and the end of the game. So I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even that important no, at all. Not 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 important at all. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Peacock's throw. Uh, in the so we'll, let's go to the seventh. Peacock, uh, so Kike Hernandez because Dave Roberts is a genius until he makes a terrible decision and put Kike Hernandez, who I love. I'd fire Dave Roberts, but we can talk about that another time. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> he put Kike Hernandez hitting cleanup, which I don't understand. No, I don't. I don't not at all. Like I feel it, like it I feel like for fifth, and was it was it. Did Turner hit third? Uh, or I think yes, yes. Well, yeah, why isn't he not hitting cleanup? Uh, Kike is a fifth spot at best, probably a six-hole hitter. I yeah, I don't understand that at all either. But whatever. I love I love Kike, but he I do too. he Me is too. the best case scenario for Kike is that he is 2017 Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that that three home run playoff game like like added to his lore and they're just trying to ride a hot hand or something. He's had a few big hits too. Uh, I, I don't know. That has he, to be yeah, it. He, he is, Marwin is the perfect uh, comparison. So he plays multiple positions, um, but essentially he's the, because of where he was hitting in the lineup, he had to, he had to lay down a bunt against Peacock and Peacock, uh, he hit it too hard. Uh, Peacock fielded it cleanly and threw to third base and got Justin Turner. And then the next batter, I think, was Springer's diving attempt. It was either one batter or two batters. So if if Turner had the same for sure. If Peacock hadn't gotten crazy, not gotten crazy, but if he hadn't gotten Turner at third, then and then Springer makes that diving attempt, and maybe he doesn't do it with two men on, but but if, with Turner at third, maybe Springer lays up. But let's just assume that he doesn't, and Springer goes for the for the, you know. Wait, are we sure that was was after it? Yeah, was that for was the triple for sure after the bunt play? I'm, uh, okay, I'm, yes. I'm I'm trying to replay it in my head. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So so if Turner stays if Turner stays at second, or if he somehow makes it to third base, then. Then Springer's diving attempt that did not work out would have made it nine seven LA instead of eight yeah. seven. Yeah. I think that's crazy. I mean, that's that's one of those like uh, that's that one was of those a Holly- that was a giant play that, a, that 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 out at third was I mean huge. Peacock, I mean to to just listen to McCann say three 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 and then spin around and throw it to third base. And and shows a level. I'm putting on the money and make, it was it was last second. I mean, it was a perfect throw. It was Bregman seems to be involved in a lot of those. Yep. It was so big of a play that Shea Serrano even uh, Shea Serrano even mentioned it in his article. Yeah. About yeah, I don't know nothing about this, but just watching the catcher tell the the pitcher to three 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 and hit blind blindingly through. <laughs> it's it's the best to like, out without thinking twice about it. That it seems like it was amazing. I don't even know how to react to that. It just seems so cool that he trusts. Yeah, enough to just turn around and throw it without even knowing what's going on. It's, I mean, he knew what was going on when he's three three, but you know what I mean. No, but it's it's a trust fall. It's like the bullcrap, like icebreaker team building exercises you have to do in like corporate settings, where you just all right, I'm I'm listening to this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
just let myself fall back off this table and hope that somebody catches me before I bust my skull. Like it was like Peacock just heard in a can and was like, okay. And turned and, and, and threw a perfect strike to Bregman who got Turner and saved a run. Yeah, absolutely. Nuts. And you, and you know what? It's funny too, because it, growing up playing baseball, there was always that one kid that was vocal that didn't make good decisions and i can't tell you how many times you'd be like you'd be like playing short or something be the cutoff man and somebody would yell the wrong bag and you just get the ball and you throw it to that bag and he was like oh my bad (laughs) no i i coach freshman soccer i understand yeah if you hear yeah if you hear three 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 and you know there's a uh you know a play that you could make if you looked around but you don't you blindly throw so i mean it's you are leaving your trust into somebody else's uh Decision making. That, no, that's a crazy play, and that. Oh no. Because we're live. Problems always happen when we're live. <laughs> uh, how much or how terrible was the strike zone from Bill Miller, home plate umpire? Uh, the worst I've ever seen in a playoff game or a game period. I didn't understand it. There were tweets from everybody, from former players to people who don't even know baseball. Like, what is this? It's, I don't understand how this works. Yeah, no. Uh, low strikes or sometimes strikes. There's sometimes balls. Uh, sometimes the corner is. Sometimes it isn't. I, the most inconsistent strike zone I've, I've seen in a long time. So how do you – is getting some sort of World Series assignment, is that like is to, – to bring it back circular, is that nepotism – is that we don't want you to sue us like you're Angel Hernandez and you're terrible, but we don't want a lawsuit, so all right, here's an ALCS. Like, how, I thought it was seniority. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of dudes. I thought it was seniority. There, there's a bunch of dudes getting like their first and second, you know, World Series assignments, and, and they seem to have done a decent job. So I, like, I feel like there, it's more, I feel like it's Joe Torrey sitting there like hand picking, you know, umpires. And, and I don't know how to explain, like, how do you let a guy, and Bill Miller, and I saw this earlier on Twitter, because that's where I always am, um, that Bill Miller had, like, maybe the fifth worst, he was, like, the fifth worst umpire as far as, as far as, like, calling pitches out of the zone strikes. Like, he had the worst, like, basically strike zone recognition as an umpire. How do you let that dude, how do you let him... Like, umpire at game five. Like, if, if you're going to do it, put him in at game one where you can maybe recover from it. Like, how do you – how does that happen? Uh, every, game, every game is just as important as the next just because it – I know that was a pivotal game for for both teams, you know, 2-2 series. But, yeah, you him behind the plate at any instance in a World Series is, is going to be important because every game matters. So, I, I don't know. I, that – I don't know. It could be. What if his nerves? I don't know. Maybe he just shit the bed and he couldn't perform under the pressure. <laughs> perform under the pressure. I don't know. It was a. It was terrible. And I don't even mind bad strike zones if they're consistent. If the pitch is the same the entire game, I don't care if it's terrible. Yeah. If you keep calling it, and pitchers know, and they can know they can throw there and get that call. Then I don't mind it at all. It's just it's consistent. Yeah. If the if the if it's a a low strike in the first See, inning, it's not even. Uh, probably where it is. Problems. All right. Kershaw, Kershaw was getting the, the Kershaw's getting the knee the knee call, and we were getting it, and we were getting it. Yeah. 
I just, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, and 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 part of it, like, if you have a bad night, I get it. But if you're the fifth worst umpire in all of baseball at call at at figuring out the actual strike zone, like, how do you get a World Series assignment? And there were, th- and don't they grade them? I mean, aren't they graded game by game based on the road? Robot, and the robot's like, you did not call these correctly. <laughs> these were all outside of the zone. It's like, sorry, robot, I didn't mean to. It's, it's like, you will never ump again. It's it's Polly's robot from Rocky Four. That's that's what I envision. Do you want a Pepsi Cola? <laughs> that's what he says. He says things like that. I, I just feel like if you're if you are going to umpire, I don't know, move on. The, the, no, there was. There were calls, but if you've got a season-long track record of of being unable to correctly figure out the strike zone, you should not be in the World Series. Yeah, the fix is in. Something was up. It's the Mafia. The Illuminati. Something is up. If yeah, if he was terrible all year long, I I don't. I'm not a fucking dork, so I don't keep track of umpire (laughs) what they do during the season. But uh, Joe Torre is definitely part of the Sopranos, which I started watching uh, last week. So now I can wait for the first time. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll add that to the list of weird things that you're doing. I mean, I'm glad you're finally watching it. My <laughs> God, you're late, a little late on that one. Yeah, I don't want any spoilers. Don't give me any spoilers for the show that ended like 10 years ago. Yeah, okay. So, all right. I'm, I got nothing for that. Um, next one. Uh, hey, how close? Uh, so, Brian McCann is Luke Scott. I'm ready for this. Are you ready? Remember, yep. L- Luke Scott hit... A what would have been a home run if it had been about three inches to the right uh, in that Chris Burke eighteen inning game, but it stayed foul and it the game lasted like another twelve and a half hours. Uh, Brian McCann almost hit the walk off home run, which would have been his second of the game, but it drifted foul by about six inches. Like how how big to. But um, yeah, he almost did. And just for the record, the uh, that eighteen inning game was a seven hours plus. We were only an hour and a half shorter in this game last night. In ten innings, like yeah, what? I know. I was yeah, because I was at I was at Chris Burke game, and it was it was the longest, most dreadful thing ever because there was no action after they came back. Yeah, but it had some similarities early on with the being down four runs or five runs and tying it up. But yeah, that it was. Getting close to the longest postseason game of all time with uh, five and a half hours or five and twenty or whatever. So yeah, that was crazy. I mean, but but I mean, McCann was was inches away from being the guy that hit two home runs in a World Series game to to win it. And I mean, thankfully Bregman, who is an absolute superstar, um, Bregman came through and and of course won the game and. Derek Fisher's slide was beautiful and perfect and should be an oil painting hanging in my living room. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's clearly a hero. Uh, Derek Fisher is as fast as they say, and there's nothing better than him hugging his Christian dad as his large adult baseball playing son. <laughs> they look, they're the, exactly the same, and them hugging was just like, yes, Christian dad and his son having a moment before they go chase Bregman down. Mhm. Mhm. No, that was and Bregman's just Bregman is a superstar and he's finally proving to everybody that he is. And he has the ice just him and McCullers are both uh, just ice water in their veins and I love having guys like that. I don't care how cocky and mean they are to other people. No. Uh, Bre- uh, McCullers will straight up like 
stab you in the kidney with a knife in a bathroom and then adopt your dog after you die. Yeah, he already, he's already adopted your dog because he knows he's going to kill you. <laughs> he's already put the paperwork in. He, yep. Yep. But yeah, no, he wants – and that's why I said before, if McCullers asked for the ball, you give it to him. If Bregman says, I want you know, I, I want a bat, like even though he'll already be in there. But no, you give him the bat. <clears throat> so we are 20 at, the, at this point in time, less than 22 hours away from game six. Would, do you think Verlander shuts it down and the Astros win tomorrow night and we all cry on Halloween? I don't, I don't want to comment on that. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it happen. Uh, I don't want to jinx it one way or the other. I do I think? I, I don't know. I honestly, with this series, I can legitimately say, without trying to avoid it for jinx purposes, I can legitimately say I have no idea. It yeah. would make perfect sense for the narrative and for everything crazy that's happened for them to touch <coughs> Verlander up and have us deal with another game five. But uh, their bullpen's depleted. Um, they're dejected from this last game. Uh, I. I I, I'd like I like our chances to win the World Series, having to win one, and they have to win two. Yeah, I don't know when it'll happen. I don't know if it'll happen. Um, I would wouldn't be surprised if they won two and we lost. It, it, that's how crazy this series and how evenly matched we are. I what I will say is that I don't think we could ask for a more ideal situation than to have Justin Verlander on the bump in in Los Angeles, uh, coming off the greatest win in franchise history for yep. a chance to win the World Series. I don't know any scenario that is better than that other than us being at home for that. I mean, that's it. Uh, Do you think that, (laughs) and this is going to take a a southward turn. Do you think that you bring up the bullpen? No. Do you think that Yulieski Gurriel is prepared for the level of angst and anger that is going to be directed at him tomorrow? Yes. He is from Cuba. (laughs) You say one wrong thing and you get killed and kidnapped <laughs> by the secret police. Yes, he's he's probably. Did you see how? Number one, that his reaction when he hit that home run was one of the most g shit things I've ever seen in my life. He just made he made this like look like that he was just unamused with the Dodgers and anybody that said anything and then he tossed the bat. It was it was just so dope. All right, so you're not talking about the the gesture. You're talking about like the the actual like non bat flip like. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm talking. I'm just talking about his whole reaction to that it was just like, I don't know. It was beautiful. Okay. It was like it was the opposite. Uh, his reaction just showed how he's a confident dude. He's not a racist. Anybody who's that's that, this that whole whole ordeal is just a, a fucking joke. It really is. I I tend to think I, I, he should not have done the gesture. It was he was wrong. But the, the way that the people are calling him out and the hypocrites in Los Angeles. Just calling for his head, like he—it was not a hateful thing towards you, Darvish. I fully believe that. I mean, if if I feel like it's the sort, and, and I'm not trying to be a homer, like at all. I mean, what he did was absolutely indefensible. Like, gesture was wrong, you but can't. that doesn't mean that he has hate in his heart and that he hates Asian people and that he was trying to make fun of them. I I, I don't know. I just I don't. Intent is real big with me, and I, I think that Americans need to chill out with people from other countries. The way they. They communicate, and their gestures are completely different. And I don't think they uh, they uh, align with our identity politics and our our PC culture. That maybe there is just a logical explanation for it. I mean, the guy played in Japan. I, don't, I just don't, he's not a racist. He made a mistake, and he apologized for it, and that should have been it. So I don't know. I I feel like the 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 gesture with his eyes 
was yeah. You should never do that, but that doesn't mean it was malicious. No, but I, I feel like it was the, the like if he had like grabbed his crotch and like and it just banged like his cup against the railing of the dugout, like we would have been cheering it. But I feel like it's the sort of it's sort of the same thing. Because he even said, and he did, like, like he had struggled against Darvish, you know, last year. And to get that home run off of him, like, it was, it was a crotch-grabbing gesture that happened to be extremely racist, and he should absolutely be suspended. I'm surprised he wasn't suspended for uh, last night's, or whatever, whatever game it was that night. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't really understand the, their thinking. On the, I don't know. You know, if they think that it was wrong, that oh, we're not going to punish this team now. I mean, well, I mean, you punish the person now. I don't. I don't know. No, I, I, I appreciate them not because I didn't think it was. Well, I don't know. I think I think intent is really important. I, and I, I, well, I thought that he it wasn't like a crotch grabbing thing. I thought he was trying to explain who he was talking about. There was it was a language barrier thing. Nah, I don't know about that. Well, that's what he said. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I'd say too. It, yeah, I know, but you can't like I, if you're trying to anybody else. If you're trying to, if you ever talk to anybody that doesn't speak your language, and you try to, you're trying to explain what you're talking about, and they're not hearing you. I mean, I think I know the slant eyes are never right to do. I, I don't agree with that, but if you're trying to describe somebody, that's would be a way to describe somebody, and that you'd be like, okay, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> he doesn't speak. Yuri does not speak English at all. I mean, I mean, she knows a few words, but he is not. He's yeah. not. Altuve, who pretends like he doesn't, but speaks it fluently, and he just does that so he doesn't have to talk to people and stuff. You know, it's it's weird to Marwin me. Marwin does that too, but Yuli cannot speak English. Yeah, no, Darvish speaks apparently like very good English and just uses a translator to. Well, it's an advantage. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that something. I mean, I, I mean, but I, I still, I'll stand by like. Like doing the slanty eyes gesture and calling him like and basically calling him a Chinaman, which of but, course. But he's, that's like a common. I know a lot of Latino people, and they, they they use that for all kind of people. It's not racist. Just like that's what they call Asian people. Well, that's yeah. what you call. There's a, there's a word for a what's it? Ching whatever it's. Chinito, yeah. Chinito. It, it's, they put an ito on everything for all kinds of people. Well, so it's not. I don't know. I mean, it's the, just. It doesn't mean that it's hateful. And he's like, I hate Asians. Ha ha ha. You can't see. You have slanty eyes. I, I just. I have a problem with that. I, but, I mean, and if he was, then punish him. It is what it is. It, but I. I still feel like. All right. Yeah. It, the, the, that all may be true, but like you can't. You can't do that. And no, I agree. I. I, and I didn't. The gesture was wrong. And no matter if he meant to be hateful or not, but for the people to call him like he's this terrible person and. You know the same people are doing Hurricane Harvey memes and no, uh, absolutely true, yeah. and all sorts of other stuff. They're like, so get on your high horse about that. Like, I'll style it back a little bit. Yeah, Los Angeles. So uh, no, I I think that I think he'll embrace it. I think Yuli's kind of a one of those guys that'll uh, like embrace the heel role and uh, maybe even plays better in that kind of environment. And will do something hilarious if he actually comes through while they're booing him whatever i can't wait to see that first at bat though no it's true no that absolutely right and and i feel yeah no i i agree with that um and we're, and we're also the city of houston's terrible for uh 
clapping and cheering our guy on with a standing ovation. We support racism, and we love it. <laughs> yeah, According I'm, to everybody else, we're despicable, and we should be ashamed of ourselves. I, I'm not on board with like the standing o. Like that, that even that was. I was like, oh man, come, eh, you know. I, I kind of like them getting behind the player and just being like, hey, we got your back. That's something that the city doesn't do a lot, or people don't do a lot during during controversial things. That's true. It's like, no, we got we got you, man. Like, you know, he'll. He'll learn from his mistake if it, if he was being, you know, trying to make fun of him. He'll he'll learn from it, and uh, I just don't think it was a hateful thing. And uh, he'll never do anything controversial again, in my opinion. I still feel like it was a crotch grab. It was the triple X. I've never watched wrestling since like 1987, but I it was the it was the crossed hands across the crotch. Like it it was. Uh, what? It wasn't just pronounced enough. It wasn't like it wasn't like he didn't do it. Hold it for ten seconds and go haunt me, haunting, ding dong. Like he didn't do any like terrible. That was recent. obviously I'm talking about somebody else doing it. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> uh, uh, suspend me for five game five shows next year, please. Oh, but he wasn't like it wasn't like this. It wasn't a gloating type amount of time. It was like describing it, and he stopped. Like, have you ever done slant eyes for one second and then stop? No, you do it for a long time, and you and you do a weird impression that everybody thinks is racist. I feel like it was it was dismissive. Like what what he was like on the bench, he was dismissive of Darvish, being like, "I got this dude, and this is what he looks like," and I'm not defending it at that all. That doesn't make any sense, though. It's like, "Aha, uh-huh, I got him. He's Asian." Like that's like the, that's just weird. That's not even cool racist. He should have been like he can't drive or something really. Ra- Why am I being racist while trying to describe somebody not being racist? <laughs> he eats dogs. It's like okay, man. Like the, we don't have to keep using cliches for to describe it. No, I, I just don't think it. This didn't make sense to me in a racist sense. Like oh, you got him. His uh, their eyes look like that. I mean, it just I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I hope he wasn't being racist. Yeah, that's more. I was really worried that. I mean, he was being racist. I hope he wasn't being hateful. Is what I meant. Like that, the gesture was wrong. We all know not to do that. Yeah. Ever for any reason, even if you're trying to describe somebody, and it's not hateful, it's just one of those things you don't do. But if it's another culture, I just don't think that you can apply American culture to somebody who just has only been here a year. I don't know, man. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. Should know better. It doesn't mean that they don't know. But other cultures, you can flip off. You can do st- certain stuff, and certain gestures aren't. Different cultures aren't our culture, as, as obvious as that is. So I, I think that we need to be careful when indicting these foreign people on certain stuff without learning the whole uh, context of the story. It's, but it's telling to I me. Could be wrong. It's telling to me that the the ah uh, uh, what's his name uh, Dylan Hernandez from the L.A. Times was like, I have a Japanese mom, and I'm but I'm also part Latino. And I don't have a problem with what he did. Like, I think that's, that is a very valid, not that I'm looking for justification, but that's a valid response to... It's something I've heard a lot from a lot of people that are, some Cuban people and some people of, you know, Latino culture that just said that's not, it, just what you do, I don't know, it's just what you do, it's not, I don't know. He didn't... And make- I, don't, I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can actually, you know understand where they're coming from if uh, the way we think is completely different it doesn't make sense to us well how do you not know well maybe they just it's just a thing i don't know well i mean if you if you went to england and it's um, again not not the greatest scheme of things it's not that big of a deal it's just not that big of a deal whether he meant it to gloat or not it's just not if you did a peace sign he's not he's not trying to he's not steve bannon 
he's not some terrible, <laughs> some Nazi. Like, it's not trying to eradicate Asian people. Like, I don't know. Every culture is racist. Every people's racist. And it doesn't mean that you want that person off the earth and you hate them and think they're less than you. It's like, just fucking everybody needs to just chill out. If, if you went to England and someone asked you, like, how many pieces of fish do you want on your fish and chips? And you held up the, like the hand gesture for the number two and, but turned it around. Like that's, that's a very different gesture. Or you did, or you did like the bad teeth thing with your fingers. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's Do not, I make you horny, baby. It's like, okay, that's not, that's not a British thing. Like stop doing that. <laughs> it's not, again, it's not the same, but it's, it's not, it, not that, not, there's a culture where if you make the slanting eyes gesture, like it's a sign of respect. It was not, it was, Making right. fun, it was making fun of you, Darvish. But it, I feel like it was making fun of him for throwing the pitch that let you hit a monster home run, not making fun of him because of his genetic background. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So yeah, I just don't think it was even. Yeah, I don't think it was a big deal one way or the other. You shouldn't do it. I'm on record as saying you should not do it. And even when I was talking to people after it happened, I, w- I did not agree with the gesture itself. But I was like, he was getting just killed with the internet oh, army destroyed. culture and yeah. and all the super you know far left liberal people in, in in Los Angeles. And I you know I consider myself to the left of center. But that stuff, I'm just like, okay, guys, like no, everybody's not a demon, and anything that happens, they don't need to be just completely crucified. And he got suspended five days without pay from his job for doing that. I I think that's a little ridiculous. Whether it's right or wrong, we can talk about that. But, like, that's... I don't know. If if, if everybody's conversations and stuff they did on a daily basis was recorded, then people would be getting fired and suspended from work every fucking fucking day for just something little they didn't even think about that wasn't hate-filled or anything. It's like, ooh, I didn't didn't know that. If if he would have said women can't drive, you know, just something stupid like that. It's like, oh, well, now I hate women. I'm a misogynist. Oh, I'm I'm fired. Oh, well, okay, later. Like what? I feel I feel like he if he if if Manfred said like you're suspended for game four, I would have been one hundred percent. I would have been like, okay, I get it. That makes sense. Fine. I expected it. I honestly expected it. But I did. Well, I would have been. I would still would have been like, okay, idiots. You're gonna doc, you're gonna doctor the ball. You're gonna do, you have the Cleveland Indians logo. <laughs> that you let them keep. You have Chief Wahoo out there fucking grinning on everybody. <laughs> like, literally the most racist thing. <laughs> you got Chief Wahoo and you got the Redskins out there for the NFL. But, like, that's really, like, if we're if we're going to talk racism and it's nothing is tolerated, then we need to talk about the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. And I don't really care about that. And But that's not that's not my grievance. I also don't, like, I, I'm not comfortable with that. That like, logo is racist as hell. I mean, you can't deny that that logo is not racist. No, it I is. I do love it. I was like, that's a cool fucking Indian looking guy. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a big grin. He's got a red face. Clearly, it's a caricature from one of those racist 1800s <laughs> newspapers. Yes. I'm, I'm also not, I'm not thrilled with being like, wait, that's not racist because this thing's way more racist. Like, fix both. The, the this and that culture that we have. Oh, welcome to political time time. <laughs> we're talking issues. We're talking important things. Not the World Series Game 5. We're talking issues. That's the new jingle I wrote for us. I love it. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah, Yuli is not racist. We love him. Uh, suck on that, Manfred. Idiot. Sorry. That that was my that was my decision on all this. You can you can go a different way. No, they should. I mean, if you, it's like if I if a student got caught, it's if one of my students got caught like plagiarizing or straight up. Ooh, cheating, yeah, yeah, they should be put to death. Or or straight up like cheating. If, and yep, I was yep. like I was like you're gonna get a couple zeros. 
next grading, next year <laughs> next grading <laughs> period like I like they'll be like okay all right fine like it, it just seemed it, like it it, they it was w- kind of it's a pussy move. It's like we we know people want us to say that you're wrong. We don't want to affect this World Series because we probably don't believe it ourselves. Yeah. So here's the here's this thing next year, and maybe everybody's happy and it'll just go away. That's what Manfred was doing. Well, what's going to happen is that in April, in April, when when everyone's like, "Where's Guriel?" Oh yeah, he was suspended because this is what he did last. The Astros dropped five. It's me, the 1920s guy, and we have. We're personally racist, but the, the Astros have lost all five games that Yuli hasn't played in because he was a racist last year, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. We don't know. Get your lucky strike cigarettes. I don't know why I did that voice for that. I just wanted to do it. I love it. That's where I, I, now I know. Like, I can't say. That's right, bucko. And see, he can say bucko and like, it like, works. Hey, listen here, bucko. It's me, 1920s guy. See? So he, he can say bucko and it sounds really good. And because we're doing this live at the same time, I can't be like... That's where I cut it because that would have been a really no, good place. We, haven't even, we need to get on with the games so we can get the fuck over with the show. Yeah, I'm all ready. Right, so, yeah, next year it'll, it'll be annoying when we have to talk about this all over again and, and nobody will care anymore. Or it'll just drum up more controversy and they'll care again. So I'm, we've all seen this before. Yeah, screw it. Okay, so okay, so where are we at? Uh, Bellinger? No, uh, we're done. We're done. We didn't even do the – we were done? I mean, what, I mean, Bregman was awesome. Derek we didn't Fisher talk about slides. any of the cool things. We didn't talk about the the amazing inning with the home with Altuve being a baller. We didn't talk about Correa's incredible fist pump before going around first base, which will live in my heart and mind for the rest of my life. Is maybe ball- one of the greatest, like the, the <clears throat> most in, it embodied the fandom of all of us. Is, like how much he reacted to that thing. Is the ball juiced? Yes, one hundred percent. Absolutely, it is. A hundred percent. And it has been all year, and we've talked about it all year a few times. But, yeah, it's juiced. And when Verlander came out and just been like, hey, man, all I'm saying is it feels different. It's slick. It's a little weird. I'm not the only one saying it. It's an even playing field, so we can't – I mean, it's not unfair because we're all dealing with it. But, eh, it's different. Yeah, it's juiced. If Verlander, who's pitched since, what, 2006? That's what he said. He was like, well, are you going to believe – you know, somebody who's held the ball in their hand since they were a little kid. I know what a baseball feels like. This feels a little bit different. Even the way he said, even the World Series balls from the postseason balls feel different. Yeah, I mean, so they they did, and I don't think it's this whole. I, I don't think it's as sinister as like Major League Baseball is trying to create drama. I just think like yeah. they messed up, and the the balls are different, and the Astros through five games have been able to adjust more than the Dodgers have. Yeah, or or they've just, I mean, they just got lucky. Not lucky in a sense that they were lucky to hit home runs, but they just, they put the the good part of the bat to the ball, and they, they caught more. Yeah, they caught more than they did. Um, I, I mean, from I, what I've heard, the, the stitching's lower, mm-hmm. and they're slicker, so that some certain pitches don't move as much. And if you have a flattened slider, which is typically a devastating pitch, if that flattens out a little bit, those get touched up, and that's what's happening. Well, I mean, and that's why Kenley, J- Kenley Jansen's been knocked around for the first time ever. I mean, these unhittable hitter pitchers are getting touched up on, and well, that maybe not giving up a bunch of runs because you can still throw crazy pitches. You can watch Kershaw's curveball, and you're like, okay, what? This is still unfair. No, but I mean, if, if but, you uh, are there's something to it, there's definitely something to it. If you're if you're a heavy slider pitcher, like hey you Darvish or hey Ken Giles, hey, Ken Giles, <laughs> and you're getting you're getting sort of rocked on your out pitch. Like and and then there's the the anecdotal like this 
I, and I think I think Giles wants. To, I feel so bad for Ken Giles. He's not getting Brad Lidge, but I feel like Giles wants to be. He wants to be so good because he knows like the price that it took to get him in this position. Like you and Mark Appel is what he is, but you still traded a number one overall pick as well as like four other guys to to get you to a team that ideally would make you compete immediately. Like Giles feels that pressure. And if you're if you're you've got two dominating pitches and if you get that reduced by half and because the ball feels different, but it, but you're Ken Giles and you're like but you think if I say the ball feels different, then everyone's going to think it's a cop-out. Yeah, you can't. It's, it's a, that's why I was surprised to see Verlander come out and say that in an official World Series press conference. But yeah, if, if the ball's even changed from the regular season to postseason, that, that's telling, especially for Ken Giles, who was a big reason that the Astros are here. He hadn't been the greatest closer all year long. But that's a guy that he got he got the job done more often than he did not. No, he had a two point. He, might, he, scared, he scared he scared us a little bit. But I mean, Ken Jaws was dominant most of the year. It was just the postseason. So if they switched the balls to put the dumb logo on there and they were brand new, or there was something about them that was a little bit different, then I, it makes perfect sense to me. The and I'm not you know I'm not here to make excuses for Ken Giles. He it hadn't been the best. No, he's but been, uh, no man, there's something to it. He's or been, he's not, or he lost his confidence in what he's throwing. Doesn't throw or he throws it differently. Any kind of adjustment can just backfire in many different ways. No, but I mean, if you're talking about a guy that had like a sub two ERA in the second half, who suddenly looks like he's freaking Travis Blackley, you know, well, he blew that, two two or three saves the entire season. Yeah, I mean... We didn't have many opportunities because of this team, based on how we... But he pitched in a bunch of games where we were up you know, four or five runs, just to get him work, because we were blowing teams out. Yeah. But but to have to have him struggle in this way, it's more than... It's more than Albert Pujols got to Brad Lidge in, you know, game five of the I just think they else. figured Brad Lidge out. I don't even blame the Albert Pujols thing. And it could be the same with Giles. When you're a slider fastball pitcher and you have nothing else... If you don't swing at that slider, then you have no weapons. Yeah, or if, if you're if you figure out a tell, or you figure out that slider is coming, and you can take that pitch, they have no weapons. You can hit a ninety-five mile an hour fastball, ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. I know he can throw a little bit harder, mm-hmm. but you can touch that up. So when you have no other pitches, good luck. I mean, you're you're not scary anymore. So I I made some jokes on Twitter about about Ken Giles, but but it's I mean, I'm willing to give him a pass. This season, and maybe well, that's, he's not. I don't want him to pitch again in a, in a pressure situation. No, he doesn't. He, can, need to, he, he does pitch not need up to five pitch. runs or something. And you can give him in with because World Series leash is you just look like you're going to do bad and, and Hinch is yanking you, especially in these two games. But I don't. I mean, I don't want him to be benched for the rest. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I want to win a World Series. So whatever Hinch thinks, I'm good. I'm good with. No, I'm I'm okay with him being the closer in April of or late March of 2018. But he. I mean, if if. If it's an issue with the ball, he has absolutely no business pitching tomorrow night or Wednesday night. So or ever again, if it's the same ball. I mean, really. I mean, if that's if that's what they're going to do, then he's got a he's got some work. He's got a to do list this off season. It's like figure out how to throw that ball. But but I'm willing Wait. I'm willing to give him a pass. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm not. I mean. Yeah. I, I'm willing to do the same. I'm wondering if do you think that the the pitchers got together and Verlant they. Verlander kind of stepped out as the uh, vocal person for the the club to, to say something about it. If he did, he, he I know they asked, they're they're asking the questions, and I know other pitchers have said it. 
and it's been a topic all year. It's really stayed under the radar. Yeah. Like we've made some juice ball jokes and stuff, but I mean, that's a, it's not a conspiracy because I think they just mess with the the way the baseballs are made. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they were like, it was some mad scientist in there. Like, <laughs> yes, we are going to juice the balls to get the ratings. Up. <laughs> it's like, no, like we yeah. already saw that what happened in 98 when the ratings got up and the backfire to that. Yeah, no, but now, I mean, but that was because of drugs, not because of the baseball. But I, I don't think that it was a conspiracy. I, scoring more runs is not—that's not more exciting to me, uh, me as a baseball fan. Seeing a, that last night's game was high scoring and that was incredible. But I don't want to see twelve to eleven, thirteen to twelve games all year long that last five hours. That doesn't make anybody happy. No, and and I think you know the way the ball has sort of jumped and and admittedly like if there was a I didn't watch the Dodgers games because I was more interested in preserving my health and just going to bed at like a normal time but but I mean the way that like when Todd Frazier's ball when he looked like he was like backing up to the dugout and still muscled one out to right field Jake Marisnik hit 15 home runs yeah and and the way that and Marwin hits 21 or however many hits Altuve suddenly is hitting 425 foot home runs and and he couldn't he's a legend and I love him but I mean there's something to it correct Springer hit that ball 445 feet last night yeah but but also Correa hit a ball that is a hit two percent of the time he put that in the seats like and with the home run yeah that was like the height that was the the height on that the, the the launch angle and all that on it's so ridiculous how high that ball was. It was a pop out. It was a pop out, and that he hits almost not straight up because it obviously went out of the seats. But he had that was an out. It, and it, it there's just too dropped. much anecdotal evidence to say, like the ball is different and pitchers are having a hard time adjusting because what's worked for the last seven months suddenly isn't working anymore. You can't you can't adjust to that on a on a plate appearance by plate appearance basis. No, absolutely not. But I mean, how different are they with as well as Verlander's pitched? I mean, is, are they just jumping off the bat? Like it's he doesn't really affect your pitches. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to hear more about exactly what the how it affects the pitchers on the mound because um, it has to be something because he's saying something, but he's also out there dominating every time he goes out. So I mean, if, what are we? And that's also Justin Verlander. If Verlander came out and said the balls are different in order in order to protect Ken Giles, then he is by God the greatest teammate ever. I feel like he would do that. I do too. I mean, he's taking pictures in your T-shirt, which is badass with Altuve. <laughs> like he's out there. He did that uh, the side by side selfies with the aged thing on, mm-hmm. saying last. I mean, like the, I, Verlander's the best, and I feel like he's like I've been here. I've got all this extra. Uh, Love from everybody for in the city. It's all new. I'm gonna just kind of parlay that and like take one for uh, you know, for my dude there. Hey, appreciate it. That'd be really bad. I mean, that I already I already love him forever. He's already a hero for oh, the rest of my life. He's just, just if he never pitched another. Obviously, he's coming back next year. Maybe more after that. But he, yeah. he's a he's a hero forever. So well, I mean, whatever. The, the crazy thing is, is that. The Astros have to make some decisions this offseason. And whichever way it goes, like, you've already got Keuchel, Verlander, McHugh, McCullers, not in this order, of course, Morton. Like, you've got your rotation set. That rotation is sick. It's set. It's like they have in the World Series and postseason, like, good luck. 
and and we're not talking about like the the possibility of, mu- or, of like what's Musgrove's role, what's Francis Marte's it role. It is now. I think everything stays the same. And they just do this all again. Like I, you know, the weird thing is like 2015 felt like a fluke. It was. They were one year early. They were not ready for that, and they got hot, and they got made the playoffs, and they showed you a flash of what they could do. We needed that. We needed that as a fan base. Yeah, well, that win at Yankee Stadium, that was one of the greatest. Before this postseason, that was the one of the greatest moments in my Astros fandom. Yeah. That celebration, I mean, I still have all, all the videos of the locker room. That was just a wild card game win. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Going to Yankee Stadium, like, all right, let's do this. We had the Royals on the ropes, and then, yeah, that was, but they weren't ready yet. But, but this, to these think, team, this team is here. <laughs> but to think that like what we're going through now is 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 not. I mean, it's not just possible. Like you, you got to look at the AL West and think, all right, we're doing this again next year. Like I, I have a, I've got to change. I've got to drink way more water in August and September to get ready for whatever's coming in October of two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if this is, is is this a regular occurrence for the next, like, three years? Like, It's it's definitely on the table for the next, probably more than that. But I'd say three years, we should be, I, I don't want to never say expecting because it's baseball, you never know. But I feel like that we are an ALCS team, at, for, at least, for the, uh, for the next three years. And we should be competing for a World Series, and we will be. I, I, there's no reason that they won't be. They're only going to get better. The younger guys are going to get a little bit older. And I, I, I don't know. There's no reason to, to, to think otherwise. This is just the beginning. And I was saying that when I was like, uh-oh, you know, after we had Kershaw today, after the, it was still 2-2, two to two, but I was like, well, you know, this is it swings a little bit slightly to the left of the Dodgers from the middle with two yeah. games, six and seven at home. You got Kershaw on the hill thinking that they might go up 3-2 going back home. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, this is the beginning of our dynasty, and these are the glory years of the Astros. That's that, so like we just started. This is it. This is the first chapter. So they're either gonna you know become a dynasty and do more, or they they don't do it this year and they come back with a chip on their shoulder. I, either way, like we're we're here to stay for the next for the foreseeable future. Someone I can't remember who, uh, and I, I feel bad for not remembering who, but someone asked like, what was is this more fun or was two thousand four and two thousand five more fun? Oh, no, those were those were the worst. <clears throat> That was like your church team, like what made to the church playoffs. <laughs> and it's th- like, all right, we're playing, we're playing what? We're playing the blah blah Presbyterian in the playoffs. Okay, uh, uh, yay! We, the first time to the World Series. I loved it. It was great. Uh, in the moment, it was great, but it doesn't feel the same. And I don't know if that was because I was slightly younger. It was still the first time they did it. This feels better and I, I don't know why well because it was Biggio and Bagwell it was Roger Clemens was here and it was Pettit all these guys it was this it should have been I mean it wasn't I, I don't want to take away from it 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 was great but this is a whole different thing Aaron Ashcraft who everybody uh-huh. should follow uh yeah, Aaron's great he's a, a great dude and and he he answered that question as as perfectly as as I ever could have dreamed and he said that like oh four and oh five felt like that was the Astros' last chance at something. This feels it, it like was a window closing, and it was like this is it. This is we're never gonna we're we're not gonna see this for a while. It's gonna be a while. Let's do it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's a fact. This feels like the beginning. I mean, if you're if you're talking of if if should 
God bless us and forget that we're Astros fans and and from Houston and and we get to win this you know game tomorrow night. It feels like it's it's the opening of a window that could be pretty dominant. Yeah, it, well, no, it should be. We should be competing, and that doesn't doesn't mean we're going to do anything because uh, nothing's guaranteed. But there is no reason that we can't be competing for the pennant for the next three to five years, if not longer, depending on what kind of decisions are made payroll wise and uh, you know just on the roster. Huh. Yeah, no, this is the very beginning of our team coming together, the nucleus. And then adding the pieces around, it's the first year of that. So, you know, there'll be some shifts and changes and stuff. But with Verlander coming back for next year with the option for the third year, your rotation is set. And then we'll see what happens after they have to – Crane's got to make decisions to uh, who he's going to pay and what we're going to do payroll-wise going forward when all of our young guys come up or arbitration eligible or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, I, we haven't even talked about Forrest Whitley, who's going to open it. Corpus. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about the other crop of superstars that are right behind. <laughs> right. So I'd be scared as hell if I was in the L West or the American League and been like, "Fuck!" Like these guys, like they're already elite, and they're they're setting themselves up to fill in the, the spots that could be considered holes, which we don't really have any. But no. we can just bolster up whatever it is we have now with the talent that's coming up. And that's what it taken for a few years does. So we we're the San Antonio. We could be the San Antonio Spurs of baseball. Love it. They did that. Got Tim Duncan, and then they just win championships and they compete literally every single year. Yeah. I, I think I'd like to do that uh, to copy that franchise and just be in it, win the division every year, be in the playoffs, and then win a bunch of titles. Make I mean, a bunch of Rangers fans mad. Right. Oh yeah. Oh god. Well, god. Yeah. Th- that'd be great to just rise back up and put them back in their. Uh, in their place, they're they're so delusional. They have they've never done anything. New money. They've New been money. to two World Series. Well, so have we now. So what do you? You have nothing else to say about that. And if we win this, like, well, fuck you, Rangers. Why don't you go to a, a cookout, a racist cookout at Cole Hamill's house? Oh, what? He won't let you in the gate because you're all from not from Highland Park. Well, good luck with that. Don't get your kid. Don't take your kids trick or treating there. He's got AIDS and razor blades and a candy corn. But it's one thing I love more: to get in my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this play in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. 